Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. How's it going, Magicians fans? Today we're talking about Episode 5, Cheat Day, and we have a very special guest, and we're going to talk about all the kinds of craziness that happened in this episode. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! This episode, right? Oh my goodness. Yes. I'm welcome to the Magicians After Show. Today we're talking about episode five, Cheat Day. My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane, and we'll go around the table and get to our special guest in a moment. Let's go. Hey left. guys, I'm Joel Monique. This song terrifies me. <laughs> you can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. And our special guest, Yay! the director of tonight's Yay! episode, Joshua Butler. The master of horror himself. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. This is so much fun. Yeah, welcome back to I'm, this I'm season. I'm happy to be at the table instead of on yeah. the couch. So this is very cool. Thank, thank you, Ty, for uh, One of your us. European journey. Or <laughs> <laughs> am I not supposed to out him? Like, no, 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 I did We all know he's... Yeah. He's, he's, he's having yeah. fun abroad, you know. Yeah, he's a globe trotter. He's lost. Yeah, he's well, I'll take it. I'll keep his seat warm. Okay. Him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow, and that's M S E D R I N S N O W. And thank you for the suggestion of this song, Adrian. For those of you who don't yes. know, this is Rose. Theme song awesome. to Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. And it will give you nightmares. If you haven't seen the movie, you need to check it out because it's good. Not yeah. the remake. No. The no. We can pretend the remake didn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Yeah, and just like that Indiana Jones movie, the fourth one. Crystal Ball. Never actually that. happened. Yeah. Well. Now, right before we started, um, <laughs> Joshua, you mentioned happened. that this episode didn't really have any music, and I let, uh, you want to repeat what you were saying of why you didn't really have music in this episode. Well, there's a there's a smattering here and there, but very minimal. Um, As I, much. I, I thought, actually, when we were um, cut, putting together the, uh, especially the final scenes um, that there was something very sort of um, scary, even scarier uh, just keeping everything very silent and very very um, sort of like you're listening for the next thing to happen and, mm. and there, it just seemed to be much more suspenseful without a score telling you what you're supposed to feel or what's coming up next or you know building, building, building you're thinking oh something's going to jump out or something's going to happen so I, I just thought it was more random and, and therefore more um, unexpected if you just don't tell the audience what to think or feel with the music. So it certainly puts you like in a it. psychological kind of heady mm-hmm. space as you're watching this episode, which usually they it's a magic show, and even though we deal with a lot of dark topics, there's yes. usually like a nice comic relief, and I kept waiting for it to happen here, and I was <laughs> like, oh, it's not that episode. Got Mykowski it. was a comic relief. We, we hope. I, it was, I, I got the Snickers, <laughs> but also he scares me. So <laughs> I, I could never have a teacher like him. Aww. I'd be horrified. No, his comedic timing. I. Excellent job on Brian O'Byrne is fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I was wait, like I kind of knew where it was going to go, <laughs> but I liked the delivery so much. I was yeah. like, yes, that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think he was the comic relief up until about. 
25 minutes in and then when you have yeah, that, that like, realization it's kind of like oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah yes well that's um, the thing about the show is like you never the tone has to be very carefully monitored because you don't want it to turn into something that isn't grounded you know mm-hmm. you want to keep right. everything you know all the characters like real and the thing about Mayakovsky I think Brian uh, who plays Mayakovsky does this amazing sort of tightrope walk of mm-hmm. like not that character that character, but that character character could be a caricature. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, just say that ten times fast. Yeah, that character could be a caricature if if you don't have such a, a strong actor who's giving the humanity to him. Yeah. And so yeah, so it's good that you if you don't laugh, that's okay too. You know, it's good. Like, you know, that felt bad for a second. I know, <laughs> no, it's not. You know, not, not very like boisterous out ha. loud. Laugh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, and we loved him last season too. Well, yeah, the other night I happened to start watching No Reservations, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I was. Oh, yes. uh, uh, Brienne, is that his name? Wait, the Brienne, yes. Brienne? Is Brienne in that? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, Mayakovsky? <laughs> That's the, uh, the Catherine Zeta-Jones that is thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah, with the, the, the He did chefs. a really good job, because that, that neighbor could have been played as creepy. Oh, that's right. And yeah. he, he didn't really... So he, he has a really... He's really able to kind of make a character likable and sympathetic even when you don't really know like how you're supposed to swing on them like, mm. should I like this person should I not are they yeah, you know? yeah he's, a, he's a very accomplished stage actor and you know he has so much craft that you hmm. know he can just sort of do anything um, he was actually on Aquarius which um, mm-hmm. was that uh, show David that uh, John McNamara also who co-developed uh, the magicians for, for TV mm. he uh, had created that show as well, so he knew Brian from from that show, and and nice. he played a completely different uh, character on that show. So he's he's got an amazing range. Oh, very cool. Yeah, obviously. Um, and then I want to say, if any of you are oh, watching this live, feel free to join us in the chat. And if you have any questions for our special guests, please uh, just chime in the chat below. And if you are watching it later, just leave comments down below because we want to know what you think of the episode. And we definitely have had a lot of uh, discussion with people on the episode after and like their further thoughts and. Um, well, the one actually, Booth, can we get the chat up live in the in studio? Yeah. Like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, but let's we'll get into the episode. We have Dean Fogg and Penny, and his hands are just his hands. And uh, there's not really many. There's he has a couple options: go the way mm-hmm. Quentin went, and then we see where that goes, or go to Breakville South. And he doesn't really seem thrilled with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was excited when they were like, break both sides. I'm like, if anyone yes! can figure it out, it's this guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to get the job done. I was very excited. It's just when the team was like, D- there was some strange wording in there, and maybe I heard it wrong. The dean says, I could have, these were your hands, but these aren't your hands. These are something else. Something yeah. like that. Because the dean says, my hands are mine. Yeah. Because yeah. that's why he can still do magic. And what so are his hands then? I have a lot they're of They're not questions. originally his? Well, it's something that, well, that was. Enchanted. Enchanted. Born, well, born out of like almost yeah. like a wish. So yes. if that's the case, then I don't know. It's, it's kind of like just like a replacement pair. So if they're not like yeah. born with you, then what does that mean? And, mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I, I'm still patiently waiting. Go back and see the river guy. I feel like this is really. It can only start. <laughs> oh, I feel like it's kind of just too late at this. It point. can only end oh, at yeah. the beginning. Like you, there's like, got to be some kind yeah. of penance. This is how magic works. Those aren't even the, the cursed hands. The one who casts the spell can undo it. But those aren't the cursed hands anymore. Find your dead yeah. hands and sew them back on. I don't know. There's options. This I'm ready for this storyline to start like paying off. Like I yes, I need yeah. Penny to start doing something. Uh, I would agree with that. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. And I was just waiting because even when he gets there, they they're like, okay, your hands are useless for magic. Um, and then Mykovsky's like, okay, well I'll help you, but you gotta do these tasks. And at first I was just like, okay, okay, oh, maybe this is teaching him patience. Mm. Nope. 
because apparently he was not getting that message. He goes, I'm like, oh, no, you're still being an asshole, <laughs> like, the whole time. And so, uh, Joshua, if you want to talk about, like, that journey for Penny of and Mayakovsky and having to do that. Oh, and, like, the comedic timing of him falling from the ceiling was like, he's going to fall. Yeah, I saw you. I uh, was watching the episode with with, with Carrie, and it was, uh, it was, she was waiting for it. And it was right on cue, right? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, I was, well, that's you know, again, those 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 moments are very uh, important to uh, to time out. Mm-hmm. Um, just and again, you know, it's like again, not funny, haha. But the idea is that you know, it gives you that that extra sense that Mayakovsky is is kind of playing around with the idea that he has the power mm-hmm. and he knows, you know, the entire uh, sort of game, but he's not going to let Penny in on it. And I think it's funnier that, you know, that it's a revelation at the end, like what Penny's been doing, because the more um, trivial and um, bizarre the tasks seem, I think the the more the uh, the audience just sort of wonders what, you know, what the, what the ultimate... Uh, game is so yeah it's it's just again with with Arjun and, and Brian they just had such a great chemistry that we could really play with all those moments you know and 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 there's a lot more that obviously didn't make the show you mm-hmm. know we, we just had a lot you know you have to get it down to a arable time so mm-hmm. there's there's some moments that I miss but uh, we we do you know <laughs> we obviously can't uh, take the hour like we, like we could have with this episode it was about 10 minutes long when I delivered my director's cut so there's a lot that mm. had to get oh, wow. trimmed. Are there director's cuts later of the episodes ever? Um, very rarely. Uh-huh. Um, usually uh, in TV, you know, yeah. in movies, you know, th- we have that luxury uh, yeah. more. But, um, yeah, it, you know, sometimes, I guess, pilots or um, season finales, sometimes okay. they'll, they'll they'll go out of their way. But it's it's, it's pretty expensive to do two, two versions of, an, of a show. So. I know Parks and Rec did that for their final season. Yeah. They were able to kind of have their yes. director's cut of the series finale. Mm. And then I think... I want to say, uh, oh, what the fork? What's that show? Oh, the Good Place. I think the mm-hmm. Good Place has like a director's cut version hmm. that they do on Hulu. I could. Oh, that's wrong. cool. So yeah, it might be changing. Yeah. I have yeah. a very weird question about these scenes. The sawdust. As as somebody who's worked in film, I just had nightmares about this giant pile. <laughs> to, and obviously, I'm sure there are things built underneath. It's, look. Was that all a hassle? Was it a struggle? That's all I could think about when I was watching it. It was like yes, there was a lot of dust <laughs> on set. It was very dusty. Um, but also, yes, there were. Uh, we we had to plan out the stages very carefully. So you mm. know, there was the uh, the first pile with the with the table partly sawed off, and then later it was the you know bigger pile, and then ultimately the 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 biggest pile. And the cool thing about the biggest pile is that yes, you're correct. There was actually a structure that we built, so we didn't actually have sense. to create a full mm. pile of dust. Mm. Um, and it was actually quite nice because because Brian could um, you know lie in mm-hmm. the structure we built right. it around his uh, potential body placement, um, but again, poor Brian had to then get you know his face covered. dumped and covered up on with uh, actual uh, you know wow. sawdust Aye. for the scene you know so but he was a trooper. Sorry. I'm sure the RPAs were having just a joyous time, just so much fun. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a, no, and, and you know anybody with, with with an allergy on set was was, was oh, not was not doing well. Yeah, but uh, the things you guys do for art, but for the it's, right? there, it's preserved for eternity. So you know our, our labors are, are, are recorded. Yes. Now between those two, and it happens a lot in this episode. We talked a little bit about it before the show. Um, there's a lot of swearing. Yeah. Which is awesome that mm-hmm. they do it. I'm so happy they do it. And I'm glad that they say the F word. They just, you know, bleep it for TV. Um, well, and I'm so happy that they released the uncensored version of season yeah. one. So mm-hmm. I'm Netflix. assuming, yeah, mm-hmm. so they'll do it, I'm sure, on season two as well. It's just, you know, 
much much more fun to hear the actual words. Does it does that ever play into the acting like where people are allowed to finally use a swear word instead of like toning it down? Yeah, there's there's a great deal of freedom when we shoot it. You mm-hmm. know, like there's there's that that element that we can you know like go there. The one interesting thing is editorially, um, it's very interesting when you're not seeing the character actually saying the f word. Um, it doesn't quite work. It, mm. It's sort of like you almost have to see their face not mm-hmm. say it mm-hmm. versus like it being on a reaction shot where somebody's saying it off camera. So that's the one little trick you kind of have to mm. worry Copy. about with these <laughs> things. Obviously, it wouldn't matter if you could hear the actual word. Yeah. Then, you know, but, uh, yeah. And then, like... Um, the art of censorship, yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, now, someone kind of brought up in the chat, and um, uh, Matthew is like, can we talk about the writing, uh, the intense scenes with Julia and Katie? So I was going to say, let's talk about Julia and Katie. Uh, we first meet them, and they're doing, like, research about Renard. Mm-hmm. And then she sort of gets all sick with the pizza. I'm like, oh, morning sickness. And called it. Yes. Mm. Called it. Good job, Adrian. Episode one or two. Oh, nice. no. <laughs> Go, Adrian. I was like, nice. she's probably pregnant. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. But isn't it like, yeah. crazy or awesome, whatever adjective you want to use, that they have a whole discussion about abortion yeah. between two women on amazing. TV. And that one of the women has already had an abortion, which yes. is not something you'll end up And the fact that this conversation is so real and relatable. If yeah. you've ever been in this situation, if you you've ever talked to one of your girlfriends who's gone through this situation, that conversation resonates so clearly and so accurately. It was fin- I was excited as hell to see this. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to chime in on the well, process I just, that's, of it. Yeah. What's so great about The Magicians is that it's a show mm-hmm. that has conversations. Like the last, the episode I directed last season where, where um, people were talking about, like, like characters were talking about their sex lives and mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. they couldn't satisfy each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's in the, the context of a genre show. This is a sci-fi channel show. It's a sci-fi show, but it's great that there's now a characters in a storyline that that addresses you know um, these issues and 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 addresses them honestly and and obviously um, Jade and, and Stella who play the the roles are, are amazing and and they they are so relatable as as actors and characters and you know it's it's just it's it's really thrilling to be able to to really talk about issues uh, like this and 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 really just to pick to pick them honestly mm-hmm. you know yeah I think it was a much more realistic uh, showcase of showcase well showing of mm-hmm. uh, abortion than I've seen on television I think the last one I saw was scandal and it was very much kind of like that theatricalized version of it yeah. of like you know, she doesn't tell anyone, and she just leaves, and she goes to the doctor, and then it cuts away. And but there's a, a whole, uh, I think, thing with uh, with abortion in, in real life where it, it is more of a, a discussion where mm-hmm. you do kind of discover. Oh, okay, well, I'm kind of outing myself as someone who's had an abortion, but um, you do kind of discover that. Um, more women have had it than not. Yep. Like, when you have to break that news to a friend of yours because mm-hmm. you're nervous or you're afraid, uh, I what I found is that I ended up being faced with a lot more of people saying, well, I've gone through it too, or mm. I've been there too. Or just, like, there's a sense of community even when you go to the doctor, of like, the, like going in and going to Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood. We love you. Y'all mm-hmm. agree. Not just for abortions, mm-hmm. women's health. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and men's health, too. Yeah. Men go as well. And men's health. Mm-hmm. It's a good place to go. Um, but there's a sense of community in terms of, like, even going into the room. And women kind of, it's of all ages. It's not mm-hmm. something that's just a young woman's problem or an older woman's problem. So you see everyone kind of uh, 
helping each other. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to see that kind of dynamic to it, that mm-hmm. you are going and being faced with like a female nurse and a female doctor, and they're not making it about shame. Yeah, well, and the fact that the show didn't center on the drama of getting it, but on the drama of trying to the process of actually getting it so not mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. having it but like how do I get into the room to do it in the first place yeah. like mm-hmm. the oh and then there's period. a waiting oh, yeah. oh gosh oh, that was awful Julia, like, yeah just do it now I, I'd agree but yeah, like, just hey, just out of her. god yeah um, uh, no. yeah I, I really liked all of these things mm-hmm. a lot I thought they were wonderfully performed mm-hmm. um, she's like they're just a clump of cells like well, we can manage this mm-hmm. this is not even the issue mm-hmm. um, until it is the issue can we talk about the last scene or do we need to wait uh, no <laughs> Shout out again to um, well, Matthew brought up the in the chat was bringing up the uh, talk. Let's talk about them. And then uh, when the after buzz gets more real than the episode with hashtag stand with PP always (laughs) and forever. Yes, go Matthew. Um, Yeah, no, absolutely. Let's just do their storyline because that's pretty. Oh, it just made me squirm. Oh like, First of all, it was like, moments. you need to go in there with her. Like, yes. I know it's a private thing, but she is in danger. <laughs> Please go hold her hand. Like, yeah. I was like, their bad things are going to happen. you know? Yeah. Like, just, they're best bitches. You were talking yeah. about building up uh, tension. The nurse at the front desk, the fact oh. that she deletes it, and I was like... I was like, what is that? Yeah. What is yeah. that? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. I don't understand. And then when she, like, when it became apparent that she just doesn't even remember, I was like, oh, no, he's here. I thought that, too. I was like, oh, God, wait, aren't here? It's not <laughs> a good look. I thought it was like, I, I thought, I mean, this is what I assume it was. It was the baby. It was the baby, protecting like, itself. protecting itself. Yeah. I didn't I, even... Okay, I went, Wow. I thought it was Reynard retroacted from somewhere else being like, I need to be in the room. But you think the baby is like, I am not going to die. The baby is sentient already in the belly? Yeah. Okay, well. Wow. No, no, I went, I started with, it was Renard, and then I went to, it's the baby protecting Maybe itself. Maybe I've which seen is, too many, like, I was like, there's a sci-fi show, and, like, you're trying babies. to hurt yourself, or any. <laughs> yeah, but the baby. Seriously. Like, <laughs> like, it's the controlling baby. Or even Yes. And Rosemary's baby. Yeah. It's like, things mm-hmm. being like, I'm not going to let you kill me. Yeah. Or right. even it's a parasite in your body, which yeah. technically Technically, babies are. That's there's my stance on babies. I'm like, they literally are, guys. <laughs> um, but protecting itself from yeah. the body, like there's a there was a sci-fi like Outer Limits episode of that, like mm-hmm. somebody had a parasite thing and they kept trying to hurt themselves and their body repaired itself or prevented the damage. Yeah. So, right. oh yeah, please talk about how you did that setup of this environment that we're all like sitting in our chairs, like ah no. Well, I mean, it was very important to me and to everybody on on the crew and 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 the writers, you know, and John and Sarah and ev- and everyone involved. We we wanted to make sure that this we got this right, you know, mm-hmm. and it was you know like to make it feel as real as possible. Again, you know, like sci-fi channel sci-fi show doesn't necessarily mean you know you need to to sort of fake anything. That's mm-hmm. you know that's. That should should be playing as real. So we we really wanted to make that those scenes as as honest as possible. And that's actually an, interestingly another reason why I felt the music um, shouldn't be there should be no score in any of those scenes because it just felt like we were stepping on you know real the real emotion mm-hmm. and the real experience of you know taking those steps and going through you know to to a, a clinic and 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 putting yourself in the hands of of, of a doctor mm-hmm. who ultimately you know if you don't trust your doctor that's you know that's that's the fear that we're obviously also trying to invoke and obviously i think you know i think your theory is, is spot on about the baby you know trying to protect itself but also the idea of like you know how 
you know, when you're helpless and, and in a situation like that, like, like, you know, what's, what, what do you, how do you react? Like, what are, what are the human emotions? Yeah. And, and that's mm-hmm. why we really stretched it out. Like, it was very important <laughs> to me to, cause in the, you know, like as the longer she was trying to, to work on, you know, put mm-hmm. the, put the instruments together, the longer she was trying to get ready. I just, I was hoping that it would just make people a little bit more like, okay, they feel like they're in the room with Julia. Mm-hmm. We had this moment with another mother in season one where all of a sudden her nose is bleeding and her whole face explodes open. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And I thought yeah. we were getting, yeah, I thought yeah. we were going to get another one of those. I thought she was having like an aneurysm like because her hand started oh, failing no. and I was like, okay, yeah. maybe like, you know, she's mm. they're, they're, it's working its way from the inside out. Son, when she picked up that tool, though. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. First off, shout out to Barry's mom. Uh, for those of you who watched hey, the fast, that was the flash. <laughs> the woman who is just the best at dying in scenes. She's just, she is. She's done it every oh, season. Oh, you recognized her. Yeah, yeah, she's really good, right? She plays yeah, yeah. 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 She's a great mm. Canadian uh, Canadian actor, yeah. The she's, woman she's can everything. die. Yeah. The yeah. woman <laughs> knows she's, like, intact with it. And, uh. like, nothing was more haunting to me throughout, well... The body switching, which we'll get into in a minute, was very haunting to me. Mm-hmm. But the the her scream of like, because usually, like a lot of times when you hear actresses scream, like it's just a scream. Like it it, it could be for any reason, but hers was a specific like, I can't stop doing this and it's painful. And I was like, yeah. I want this scene to end so badly, but it was so even, well done. Thank you. It was because yeah. mm-hmm. you don't even actually see like her because a lot of times I think people overdo it because they show you. Mm. Yeah. But just hearing her scream and it cuts oh, yeah. to, to mm-hmm. Julia, yep. that's like, that's enough because you know what's happening. Well, we have, we, we, we shot the, the, the shot. Uh, oh, you yeah. did? Yeah. We just didn't use it. But we did, we did shoot, we did build a prosthetic eye and we actually oh, oh, did, wow. did show Thank you for the, that. Uh, <laughs> and so the, this wonderful, wonderful actor, um, she, she actually had a prosthetic that, that we put yeah. on her face so that she could actually stab her eye uh, for real and then there was a blood rig inside it so but it was too much so you know <laughs> but yeah we tried yeah. we went for it but, <laughs> no, but I'm, glad that, I'm glad that you coverage didn't coverage is good you didn't need yeah. it yes we needed to do yeah, sometimes no, so I believe in the, the French perspective of violence the French believe that violence is something that happens off screen and you see the act correct right. Right. yes but um, yeah we thought we'd try no. <laughs> <laughs> now, all the stuff right. that comes in this episode do you have is there any issue when you like submit it, does anybody come back and go, wait, we need to tone it down on any subject matter that's covered? Um, well, there's the standards and practices. Um, okay. You know, uh, that's that's what they call the the department at the network that that basically tells you what you can and cannot show. Right. Um, but uh, Sci-Fi Channel has been remarkably um, uh, open with this show. In, yeah. in my opinion, they've been very much like expanding beyond where they've ever, you know, had uh, the, the restrictions are, are not really applying to the magicians the way they apply to all oh, the other should. shows they've showed before. Because nice. yeah. you also directed last season with. With the orgy, scene. I did. Yeah. Yes, and I remember that being. I was like, "Whoa, yeah. that's very." Or, but it's just uh, a very telling. It's a very telling sci-fi. thing, and it's very strange to me that in 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 American television, um, that's okay, but we can't say the f word. You know, there's. Yeah. I mean, you start. Yeah. To, you start well, to there go, are many okay. things that are <laughs> there's like that. Like, yeah. like, well, okay. You can watch somebody get blown to bits on American <laughs> yeah. TV, but you can't see like a man go down on a woman. That's right. like a big or thing. A woman that's NC seventeen. Yeah, yeah. constantly. So well, they, yeah. This episode too, masturbation is discussed, mm-hmm. and a woman mentions she masturbates. Correct. And like, mm-hmm. so, um, magicians has done an excellent job of like, um, you know, 
normalizing the, exactly sexual everything behavior. that yeah. like yeah yeah because normally you're like you normalized. just hear about the guy yeah well like, and, I, and yeah. again last season again yeah this other episode which included the Roman orgy uh, the the idea yes. that, that Alice Quinn Alice Quinn raises her hand and says hi I'm sorry you're not you know satisfying yeah. me sexually mm-hmm. you know that's that's mm-hmm. again a moment you just yep. don't really see on TV yeah you know. So. Um, and then also, I, real quick, uh, last little maybe button on uh, Julie and Katie, unless you guys had any other moments mm-hmm. uh, that you thought of. The moment when the doctor's like, if this is a, a issue of abuse, I need to report it, mm-hmm. and nobody's above the law. And uh, Julia kind of scoffing at that. And I'm like, oh. Because when you are that victim, you feel like, there's yeah, no way that person's going to get the punishment you feel they deserve. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, and then it kind of really puts into focus her predicament. Oh, it, it yep. just what you can't run from a god like a literal god. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. man, I'm really hoping some spells start happening, some charms. Like I, I feel like protection spells need to be cast. I want them carving things into the floor. Like I, it's mm-hmm. time to button down the fort. Like, <laughs> oh, it's yes. not safe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know if you had anything to add on those other moments. Well, or... it's just interesting, you know, like, because Adrian brought up Rosemary's Baby, and mm-hmm. I just think that that, which is one of the, my favorite films of all time, and mm-hmm. I just think that that, you know, is is a very, um, you know, in, in, that that journey of, of Mia Farrow's character, obviously, if, if people haven't seen it, they should go out and see it immediately. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's just about really, like, trying, again, trying to track the human... Actual human responses to what's what's going on, and and mm. of course that 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 irony, the supernatural irony that the uh, the doctor doesn't quite get, you know, with, mm-hmm. with when she says above the law, but yeah. you know, it, it, it again, it, it was all in the in the service of trying to make that all feel as 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 real and as honest as possible. Mm. And it also calls into real life, like mm-hmm. even if it had been somebody who could be touched by police. The truth is, is that that probably wouldn't matter mm-hmm. because if mm-hmm. if it, it nine times out of ten, you know, if someone is a victim of rape or or domestic violence, that person will be back on the streets within a matter of days, if not months. You know, mm-hmm. so it's well, kind yeah. Of, I mean, the goal was that that line yeah. that line would work both ways. Exactly. You know, if you knew the mythology of the show, or even if you didn't, that that mm-hmm. was just yeah. a very human response that Julia had yeah. to mm-hmm. the system that she, you know, was was walking into. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, let's move on to Elliot. We have a lot oh of boy. Whoo, first bit. We get the humor with the champagne still not quite working, <laughs> and then yes. we get the rabbit going pregnant. That's pregnant. adorable. <laughs> so, um, did was it specifically written to be a rabbit, or was there animal yes. choices? Okay, and that is, by the way, a little trivia. Um, the uh, voice of the rabbit is actually the writer of the episode, Mike Moore. Oh! And the reason he got the job um, was because when we were shooting it, we needed somebody to do the off-camera lines for the because the rabbit was terrific. And and by the way, the rabbit, you know, we gave them gave the rabbit little pellets, uh, things to eat. So <laughs> so actually, yeah, we, we didn't really have to do oh, any visual effects oh, on, that's the, on the voice. So the voice we just able to... So, so, so when I was watching at the monitor and, and we're watching and we're filming the rabbit and we're shooting the scene and, you know, Brittany's holding the rabbit and Mike is off camera, um, the writer, um, just perfectly timed pregnant to so I was like watching it going okay he needs to be the voice so we we went through the channels to make sure that he could get approved to do that that's so. adorable yeah, that's awesome. awesome. I'm so happy he made the final cut because he's, 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 he's a great guy and he did a great job writing it so uh, and then yeah Fenn's kind of like I'm 
I'm pregnant, and then later they have their scene where Elliot and Finn are talking, and she's like, you're not really happy about this. But before we go to that, can I just say, yeah. I like the symbolism of it being a rabbit. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, you know, you, you yeah. fuck like rabbits, yep. you're gonna have a bunch of babies like I rabbits. I liked his collar. Yeah. <laughs> his ruffle, yeah. I love the ruffle. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it sold me on the fact that this rabbit could talk and tell you were pregnant. I was like, yeah, that rabbit knows. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a talking sloth behind them. Yeah, but the sloth has a branch, so you need, yeah. like, a prop for the animal to sell me that it's like good you well, know and the sloth needs a translator that's yeah. true so. yeah, sloth sassy, is very important sassy was the mm-hmm. actress who played the sloth <laughs> oh sassy was it fun having a sloth on yeah I just posted on Twitter I posted a selfie I took with, with sassy you know it was my sloth directing debut tonight so, oh, um, yay. so but she was terrific she, she seems was, like she a very was active sloth very active and and very uh, very good at reactions like you know we, we did, like a lot of the things you're like oh okay it looked like again at the monitor when I'm watching it it looked like she was actually listening How to the does actors. How get talk. reactions from a sloth? <laughs> well, we project. Okay. <laughs> I right. mean, you know, it's like I'm not, I'm not using any actual like um, methods of directing. <laughs> <laughs> You just I sort know, of turn on the camera like and you. Faces no. At the yeah. <laughs> no. no, it is a wild animal. There's no way to train a sloth. <laughs> okay. um, but but Sassy is Sorry. just sort of like a, got a, you know nat. She's she's a natural. Sometimes we have sound effects. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Um, yes. And then an interesting callback. We've mentioned some callbacks. We have Emily, uh, played by Abby Miller and Quentin. So we remember her from last oh, season. Wait, 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 to Elliot and Val. Oh. Are we done with their storyline? No, we're coming back to it. Okay. It was just that moment when they're pregnant, and then there's a yeah, way yeah, yeah, yeah. too. She's I, going I back like, to the chronology. I just like that Elliot yeah. was talking about his dad. Yes, the fact Sorry, that we, the reason mm-hmm. that he he felt he couldn't have children or be a good father because yeah. his father wasn't there yeah. and he didn't have a good example. Mm-hmm. And I just lo- love that what Elliot's facing throughout this entire season is just impossible. Like insurmountable challenges. Like mm-hmm. now you're a king. Now like people hate you and they want to overthrow <laughs> you as king. Now like your farms are dying and there's no food. Like and every time he's like, I can't, I can't. Oh, maybe I'll try this. And it's just really beautiful to see him start coming into. His and now own. you're a father. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Now yeah. you're a farmer and yes. a father. Yep. Okay. Well, a king, um, and farmer, farmer, king. Farmer King. Farmer King. Yeah. Father. Farmer. Uh, with Emily and Quinn, we have the mundane life, and it felt like magic was like AA together. Yes, except mm-hmm. that they were drinking to escape the magic. Yes. Yeah. She's like, I. Oh my goodness, you. Like, I can't talk about it, and yeah. you're just like, oh, this is really awkward. She couldn't even take a stain cleanup. Poor yeah. girl. I know, right? That'd be such a small like thing. I mean, she but went to like, some pretty. Yeah. She like. But then later, her disfigured her face, and then the guy who who was attempting to help her niffed out in front of her and disappeared. Mm. Yep. So I, I understand her like been through a lot. Her reticence. Yeah, but then later, okay. Well, we mentioned the yeah, yeah. masturbate line in the office, which mm-hmm. that was <laughs> hilarious. That part, yeah, I forgot that office. part happened. That guy who plays the other coworker who like makes soup out of the curate mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. and masturbates when he's because he, the only place <laughs> yeah. he could have he was great yeah he's great another uh, Vancouver local yeah. terrific Yay. terrific actor that was yeah. a lot of fun um and then with their storyline we get kind of their lonely bonding between them because they're both kind of lonely and um the discussion of do you blame yourself like because they both mm-hmm. feel because they, they have both to niff and out um and then today is cheat day and the weed and enchanting your lips of that so, was so cute. Don't <laughs> ask me why. I just really enjoyed it, guys. Like, no, Quentin's, really like, cute. high speech yeah. bubble. I was like, there's the cue we know. Look at carefree, dorky cue. I was happy to have him back. And it was it was also just that really nice, touching moment of, of uh, is it the horse? That yeah. Oh, no, and that it, broke it, me a little. Yeah. 
I thought, it was, I thought it was really sweet because you kind of forget that that all goes back to Charlie. Charlie, yeah. Well, Charlie good. I'm glad everybody yeah. got that. Mm-hmm. That's very yeah. good. Yeah. That's that's good. Good. That's that's Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was going to say we can finish out their bit because then there's a big thing that we talked about with them. Um, oh, yeah. They have the illusion spell, and that's when we learn that Mayakovsky is the teacher. And then she. Yeah. Well, when they brought her, when she was brought back this episode, I was like, oh. It's Mayakovsky. For some uh, reason, just yeah, because they were really in the same sure. episode. Even before we got to that point, I was like, You're good at calling these things. I've ruined so many things for myself. <laughs> I ruined the sixth sense. I ruined the good place. I just Oh you <laughs> knew you knew he, he saw dead people? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. I knew no, I knew Bruce Willis. Mm. Was dead. Was dead. Well, yeah. Spoilers from 1999. Yeah. What? 20 minutes in, though. <laughs> said, yeah, no. Well, there's that cut after he gets shot, and he's, then he's fine. And well, you're like, was, okay. It was more yeah. so the, the, sorry, whatever. I was going to say, we're low we're on time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, sorry, the yes, the it, was just, it was the reach <laughs> for okay. the check. Okay. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, that's, it's very, very good. Yeah, you can't pull anything, uh, um, <laughs> put anything past you. Well, you mentioned, like, how she doesn't, uh, Adrian, you're talking, is it like, you know, she doesn't want to do magic, but then she they have that wonderfully semi-creepy and awkward illusion spell together and cuddling and sex. No, it was awful Ooh. and awkward. Here's uh. the thing, don't pretend to be someone else when you're having sex. It's weird. It's not cool. I mean, role-playing yeah. is one thing, <laughs> but but being an entirely different yep. person and, like, a crutch, like, yep. this didn't seem healthy. And, well, like, when Q stood up and was like, I feel much worse than yeah. I did before, I was like, no, you think? I you think, think it's yep. sex with your dead girlfriend. It's weird. I think that was kind of the point, though, that it no. was, like, just, like, they're kind of broken. Like, they're the reason that they're at is it Plaxco? Plaxco, yes, yeah. the business of enterprise and the enterprise of business. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, we came, Mike. Mike Moore came up with this. Just it's great. It's just like completely <laughs> like meaningless slogan. Like we I, wanted it to be the most generic office work possible. Yeah. So nice. like the, yeah, it's a business of enterprise. Enterprise business. Those those mugs, by the way, were were crew gifts. Um, oh, so, yeah, we still have some Plaxco mugs. Yeah. <laughs> and then actually real quick, uh, now that we we're talking about things that you may not notice, um you pointed out the email thing because uh, it goes by really fast, is Quentin emailing Alice's yes. family. I paused mm-hmm. to read yeah. that email. Terrible email, Quentin. <laughs> the wording of it is like, I'm so sorry I had to tell you like this, but your daughter's never coming back. And she meant a lot to me, and I love her, but she's yeah. gone now. And I'm like, maybe not the best way to yep. tell parents. Like, <laughs> even her parents are batshit. Like, eh. I watched the episode twice, and the first time I thought he was writing uh, an email quitting the job, and then the second time I thought I was like, Oh wait, this is Alice. Like, mm-hmm. uh, really? This is how he starts an email <laughs> about your daughter dying. It's not good. That's so much. Uh, look, I'm like that's a nice little gem that you're like, mm-hmm. wait, what is that? Uh, and then they have that you can't cheat every day. Quentin's like, okay, I did the one thing. I needed it. I feel awful, but that was it. I'm glad that they exercise their demons out on each other because I really yep. feel like who else could they go to in this yes. world to understand yeah. this broken aspect of them? Yep. Is still not a healthy option, and now Q is seeing dead people. And we have the, yes, the last bit with Quentin is seeing Alice across the street and almost getting hit by a bus. Yeah, he, How final after desti- she disappears, like final destination? Like, that feels like a final destination. It was a very final destination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That was um, fun. So can you allude at all to what that means, or is that way too spoilery for... Which part? The bus? See, no, seeing Alice. Oh, seeing Alice. Well, I mean, you saw in the trailer for next week's episode sort of where that's going. Okay. So, you know, that's... Basically, well, I didn't see the enjoy. trailer, so yeah. I'm very excited to go home. I have to watch the next episode tonight, anyway. So, I'm excited. And you also see the, where that email's going, obviously in the same yeah. promo. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you and guys? Are, 
Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, well, um, let, jump back to uh, yeah. I Elliot. think the yes, exactly, Elliot. We have the Foo Fighter. Yes. <laughs> so delightful. That was so, yes. such a light delivery, and then you go, oh. Ah, I loved that. That was excellent. At first, I was Good. like, "Did he just say Foo Fighter? Like, a, like the Foo, like the Foo Fighters?" <laughs> yep. <laughs> and um, okay, well, actually, sorry, real quick from the chat, Renji asked, mm-hmm. and this is for Joshua: Was Quentin seeing Alice in a, a in an illusion, real, or Emily stalking him? Um. Well, it or was... how did you direct that scene? I guess you could answer it that way. Well, the idea was that, um, you know, it was basically because of the illusion spell, it was Quentin's memories of Alice and, you know, what he what he would, you know, uh, basically in his own mind conjure up, you Mm -hmm. know, the the ideal version of the Alice that he so desperately misses. And um, the way we shot it was really kind of fun because we had both Olivia and Abby, who played Emily. Uh, there and we had sort of basically Abby recorded the dialogue first and then so Olivia could sort of sort of get Matched Abby's cadence mm-hmm. and so we kind of matched it and we did this sort Wait, of in the shower bit is that what we're talking about oh I've seen the end end oh the end end oh at the end oh I'm sorry I, I misunderstood okay. the question yeah. I went back to the bathroom no but that's um, really cool to hear how you shot that yeah, bit definitely. yeah yeah no and and so the same thing with the with um with Brian and Mayakovsky, you know, we were, you know, I had uh, Jason uh, recorded uh, mm-hmm. the dialogue, and and then Brian was really great at doing a Jason Ralph impression. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that, that, um, so at the end, um, I, I I cannot say. Okay, fair that, enough. That yeah. is that I can't talk about. That's but, uh, but I can talk about how I shot it. Yeah. Yes, um, yeah. So you know, we had uh, we basically closed down an entire uh, street in Vancouver, and we got as many New York looking vehicles as possible mm-hmm. in there, and we. Uh, had about uh, 150 um, uh, extras or mm, background Jesus. artists, and as Oof. we call them, and they uh, we choreographed it so that um, you know the cars would go by, and there'd mm-hmm. be like two or three cars at a time, and 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 uh, you know it would sort of reveal her, and then not, and then kind of you see her, and then she says something, and maybe you catch it, maybe you don't, you know. But uh, ideally, you see her say the words help me yeah you know, that's, that's what I saw you get I that? Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> so there, there, yeah. I'm glad that you guys said it because I did not catch you it you catch it yeah yeah. Awesome. Nice. Uh, so, based off of that, and the fact that we see her in the clothes that she died in, I'm going to say it was real. And I look forward to seeing how that plays mm-hmm. on next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say, we'll get for that for our prediction. Just one moment. Uh, Elliot, we have the Foo Fighters. They want uh, a Florian on the throne. Which is dumb, because we already know only a human can like be on well, the throne. that's what Elliot brings up. He's like, go after Ember. Talk to Ember. Ember. Yeah, yeah, go after that one. Yeah. And... Uh, I was just gonna. Uh, I guess the only other I did like yeah. the. I just wanted to touch on it quickly yeah. the introduction of Baylor and because I was something Bailey Baylor the Baylor that's something that yes. I, Baylor yes I pick up on usually I kind of picked up I was like he seems kind of sketch but but uh-huh. it oh, was, when he was pouring the wine when he was yeah, pouring yeah, the wine because right, right. he was just like so serious but mm-hmm. it was a great cover I was just wondering like how you guys like. I guess shot that because it was or even edited it it was just so well done in terms of if you're not really looking closely at him you wouldn't think that that was going to be the next move of him strangling right mm-hmm. well that was that was the, the you know the balancing act when we were, yeah. were um, blocking the scene it's like mm-hmm. do you hide him completely behind uh, you know Elliot do mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. do you sort of 
allow do you allow the audience to see his face and then not you mm-hmm. know it's like so so it was kind of like trying to find that I'm glad it worked for you because it was you know it was just, you, you could go too far in one direction or mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. you know you want it to be a little bit creepy but maybe not and then the surprise of the strangulation hopefully yeah. is yeah so we we did a few different rhythms for that but but uh, just to just to cover ourselves but we found I think a good one in the editing room so mm-hmm. Uh, well, with that too, they have uh, what are they going to do with him? And the should they kill him or not? And what do you uh, for the ladies too? What do you like think of the line of "This is what patriarchy smells like"? <laughs> uh, one, I loved it. Two, she okay. Very quickly. The introduction of Baylor is so freaking awesome because I've been waiting for a magical war of any kind to cross my screen for so long, and now I feel like we're going to get one, and that makes me really, really pumped. Two. Uh, Margot is gonna like just bloody awesome queen. Like I just would really like to see her maybe try to change some rules. She is magic after all, and it would be really. She's a little Queen Cersei, and I, I like love it. it. I kind of dig it. I like the fact that she she is just Her's like Cersei. unrelenting, Cersei. and Cersei. yet she's so Cersei. smart. Like the fact that she was like, let's lay it out. Like we'll just study some history. We don't know how to run yeah. a country. Yeah. We'll figure it out. And the fact that she like was able to sketch it out. <laughs> Bay of Pigs is on the other side of the question mark. Um, I I. Oh, I'm so excited. Like, I really want to see her take on some more queenly duties, and maybe... I don't know if I want to see her fully usurp Elliot, but I would like to see her take a stab at him. But they're a good balance, though, because she was being almost... I I think it's good she's being firm, but she's almost too aggressive. I want her to take it too far. And then maybe he's too weak, so it's like they need each other to balance. They have to balance balance each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just want to see her take it too far, because it will be fun for me to watch. (laughs) Not because I think that's what she should do, but because Uh, it'll be fun. (laughs) And we have to reveal that Fen is an also, an, ex an ex fighter, fighter. <gasps> and what is, and then also very intimate with Baylor as well. Mm-hmm. So, any other thoughts on those? I mean, moments Fen, and reveals. The fact that Fen is with oh. or had been with Baylor at some point is very interesting to me. Last and question. The, a guest on chat, feel from Baylor. I did get a guest on feel from Duh. Baylor. Yes, he <laughs> was, was that intentional. <laughs> Um, you know, <laughs> there's only so many ways that these these uh, particular magical you know realities come about. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's definitely parallels. I mean, I don't think it was that intentional. The, but, the yeah. swarthy uh, former love interest. Uh, I think what was most interesting about this was the fact that Fen was so loyal to Elliot. Like we've right, seen her yeah. like be with Elliot, and it's clear that she's enjoying her position. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And but I I wouldn't have put money down that she would be that faithful. Like if an old a, like oh, flame came into her that's life. Really bold. Or thought. I don't know if I should share that. Go please for it. do. No, please. I'm like, it's all about that D. It is all about that D. She's You're not wrong, though. She totally brought up Elliot. Mm-hmm. Like, no, really. Like, yeah. And she's mm-hmm. pregnant as well. You yeah. know, I think that's. That's something where it's like, I've kind of felt this life, and I kind of like it. But I don't want to go back. But also, I feel like they've established very strongly in this episode that she thinks that Elliot is a good king, yeah. which I yes. think is really important. Their partnership is kind of the inspiration. Like, if I don't fall in love, I just hope to have a partnership as strong as Finn yeah. and Elliot. He treats her well. He's not, like, mean to her. Like, there's way worse lovers and partners a, a person could have. He's like an and actual partner, Terry. Like, he yeah. considers her feelings. He makes sure she's okay. He wants to listen to her. Yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, and then any other final thoughts before predictions? No. Uh, I like any other um, cool behind the scenes things you can share with us? 
Um, Will there be a Wu Tang Clan in the future now that we have the Foo Fighters? The <laughs> chat <laughs> wants to know. Reggie needs to know. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you know, it's it was just uh, so much uh, so much fun. Like all the different um, you know storylines. I think in this episode, just mm-hmm. there there was so much going on. I got very lucky with uh, with the you know Mike script and and just this particular episode. And yeah, it's, it's just. It, uh, you know, uh, the 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 mad shooting a magic show is just kind of a kind of a fun thing. You get to just be be a kid and just kind of figure out how to how to create visual illusions and work with actors to try to figure out you know how many ways can we can we really just um, take the audience for a ride. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been fun. All right, so shall we do predictions? Let's yes. do yes. predictions. Yeah, predictions. Uh you seem to be ready with some. Um, so I, I'm not. But okay, uh, <laughs> Penny will go back to that river person. I promise you, because it always ends at the beginning. Um, and I would very much like to see war, massive on scale war. Also, if Allison is alive, which now I firmly believe she's somewhere in the other. Um, does that mean? Uh, what can I think of his name? Moth guy, demon, beast, oh, oh, beast. the beast. The um, beast. We'll call him the beast. Martin. Martin. Martin thank you. Martin. Yes. Is Martin, Martin also there? What's he doing? I'm very. I feel like he's not gone, and I look forward to having him back because his voice is everything, and I want him to sing me songs. <laughs> <laughs> he's very good at singing. Uh, he's great. I, I want. Uh, I would like more scenes of Penny and Mayakovsky because they're just so funny together, and I hope Penny. I, I want him to take those lessons and learn it as a thing of patience and being to calm down. He's mm. just so quick of the anger and like that reflex. And Mayakovsky brought up, like, the... Uh, I want Penny to get to that point of what does magic mean to him, because before he was, like, getting rid of the voices mm-hmm. and everything, and now he has that. So I want him to man up and be better part of the team. Yes. Um, I think with Mayakovsky and Penny, I think... I don't know. I think Mayakovsky has, like, ulterior motives. I don't oh. I think it's just about the battery. Okay. So I'm curious to see oh. how it's going to go. Okay. I also think... Uh, I, I think I said last time I was like I don't think Alice is really dead, so I'm curious to okay. see how they're gonna she bring her back. Oh, uh, yeah. And then with Julia and Katie, I don't know. I think that oh. the the baby's gonna have more control than they they can really handle, and they're gonna have to figure out. Although how they look forward I, to their best bitch bond. bond. I'm worried yeah. it's gonna be super pregnancy. Like it won't be a normal timeline. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be a, have a faster Bella situation here. With yeah, like and punching I'm like, and oh, yeah. bellies. I want Katie to do that magic and just. Get yeah. it out! Get out! And then I hope I hope there's war. I think that'll be fun. That yeah, would be war. exciting. Yeah. Well, you can't say predictions, but um, no, I can't. What other <laughs> What other projects are you working on uh, that people can lo- and where can people find you online? Um, I well directed the uh, the season two A finale of Shadowhunters, which yes. airs um, March sixth. So I will be back here on AfterBuzz um, talking about that. And um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at the Joshua Butler. And then you have another episode this season, right? Oh, yeah, episode 10 of this season. So, Ooh, cool. so fancy. So if you um, don't have a, a seat to fill on March 29th, you're welcome to call All me. Right. <laughs> well, it's so good talking to you. Yeah, it's nice to, to get the fun. insight <clears throat> and Love to talk about 10. 10 is going to be really good. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, they've just been increasingly getting more depth. Yeah, this and season like, is on fire, right? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Yes. They're so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's go around the table and do our sign-off. All right. I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. 
Hey guys, I'm Dominique. Follow me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. And a big thank you to Joshua for coming today. Thank you. So thank exciting you for to having me again. Oh, yeah, so it's fun. so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, this show is just, oh, we all love it and sink our teeth into it. And like hearing yeah. the behind the scenes is even better. I love working on it. Um, yeah. yeah. Yay. Well, no, we can tell because it's like, you know, just yeah. how your, your insight into it after is like, oh, yay. And our moments where we're like, oh, that's what we thought. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you, you're very good viewers. I must say, you, you, you pick <laughs> up on everything, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. And uh, thank you to you guys watching us, and uh, give the video a thumbs up, five stars on iTunes, and you can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 